the Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, flush with information about Apple's quarterly financials, we'll talk with Josh Centers. He's the managing editor of Tidbits. A little bit later, we have Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. Lots of good stuff to talk about on the Tech Night Owl Live. We're joined by Josh Centers, the managing editor of Tidbits. We're in a place where there's a lot of noise upstairs because somebody has big, thick feet that are sometimes picked up by the microphone. I'm not going to say that I have big, thick feet, but I'm on the ground floor, so it doesn't matter. Let's talk about things that do matter, Josh. For weeks, we've been hearing all this fear-mongering that iPhone 10 sales collapsed. Now, I don't know about you, but after reading the results from Apple, I think somebody has a different definition of collapsing. What do you think? Yeah, well, uh, after we've heard the results, it seems like iPhone 10 sales are uh, incredibly robust. And in fact, uh, Tim Cook said that for the first time in uh, iPhone history, the top of the line iPhone was also the most popular. So you can consider that rumor dead. I consider it weird beyond belief that you get all this wrong stuff. I, I sort of have a theory on that. You know, who, who originally, where this uh, thing originally uh, came from was Mark Gurman at Bloomberg. And Apple's been kind of at war with him lately. <laughs> trying to shut down leakers and try to keep him from leaking out these stories. So I'm wondering if he wasn't fed some bad information as a part of that campaign. Right. But how about apologizing? Who? Mark or? Mark, I mean, if he's presenting incorrect information and he's not the only one, what about a retraction? You'd think that a responsible organization, media organization, would have a retraction, a correction. The New York Times has retractions or corrections. CNN has corrections. Mm -hmm. What's going on here? I mean, they may have uh, issued a retraction. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, part of the problem when you report on rumor and scuttlebutt, as uh, Mark uh, is famous for doing, even if your sources are good, doesn't necessarily mean the thing is going to turn out to be true. Of course, in this case, this he wasn't reporting on future product. You know, he was reporting on where we're supposed to actually be supposed sales figures. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, they may have issued a retraction. You know, here's the problem with retractions in, in either case is that they never get the attention that the original story does back in the newspaper days the retraction you know you'd have an error on the front page and the traction was on page like 5b or something and you know nowadays you know somebody posts something wrong on twitter and it gets like twenty thousand retweets and then if it's wrong the retraction gets 50 retweets unfortunately it doesn't do a lot of good either way well also here with an online story though the correction will be at the bottom of the story Right, right. So in that case, you'll see it. You look at the last paragraph where it will explain what was changed, what was corrected. My, my it's not on is, page 5B. My favorite is when they put the correction at the very top of the story, but then keep the story intact. It's like, this entire thing's wrong, but here it is anyway. By the way, we just wasted your time. <laughs> Sorry about that, this entire story. Or this story includes the following changes. Oh, wait a minute. Apple's sales reports of the iPhone 10 indicate that it didn't collapse. So is it just that 
the people who come up with this stuff are misreading supply chain data over and over again, year after year, and still won't learn their lessons? Right. It's like what John Gerber said. You know, the only other phones that use this display are Samsung phones. So it must be the Samsung phones that aren't selling very well. So that's kind of the risk when you read uh, supply chain reports, right? Is that, I mean, unless it's a part specifically for that model, you can't be 100% sure that it applies to that model. And if you look at it even further, Tim Cook has said several times over the years, you can't take a few supply chain metrics and assume something about overall sales. Right, right. I mean, there's so many factors in there. I mean, just the fact that, you know, they might have some stuff that goes in the supply chain, but isn't, you know, being issued out to retailers just immediately. You know, I mean, there's just all sorts of issues. It's not a 100% reliable thing. What you can say, and maybe this is what the original reports, uh, the original German report said, I don't know. I mean, I don't tend to waste a lot of time with things like this because it's neither here nor there. You could say, oh, well, you know, the, the number of screens that are inside the iPhone 10, they've had to cut demand for those. There's not as much demand. So it could mean lower iPhone 10 demand. You know, I mean, I, I don't think that's an irresponsible statement. It just depends on how it's phrased. And, and you have to be very clear with that kind of wording. Well, regardless, it doesn't look as if Apple did very bad. They came in at the upper end of their guidance. In fact, several of the industry analysts came darn close to expressing the proper figures. Right. You know, part of the problem is in the first place is, is trying to waste time porting this stuff. Because, I mean, it, it comes out anyway, right? Now, I, I think it's more interesting with products that Apple doesn't um, talk about sales figures, like the Apple Watch. Like, we have no idea officially how many Apple Watches have sold. In reality, analysts have tracked it to about four, uh, installed base of about 40 million or so. But iPhones, we always know how many iPhones sell, you know, more or less. So, you know, I don't think trying to predict that sort of thing is, is all that interesting. I don't think it's all that terribly helpful, even if you're an investor, you know, especially if you're in an article a couple of weeks before, you know, Apple's going to announce the sales figures anyway. I mean, what's it benefiting you? You can benefit you if you knock the stock price down, say, or it's your annual analysis about a company is taken seriously. And you report doom, gloom, the stock price as a result goes down. And you buy low. And then, of course, when the truth is revealed that it was doing better than you you said they would do, the stock price goes up, you sell and make money. Right. I mean, it's kind of hard to do with Apple these days because Apple's just such a uh, steady stock. It's, you know, and, and now they're increasing their dividends. It's it's really turned into more of a, a blue chip kind of stock, like a Walmart or, you know, Microsoft or, you know, basically just a boring kind of stable stock that pays a steady return. Um, I, I don't see just tremendous growth in the future there um at least not in the near term you know that's kind of where we're at i mean it's not one of those i would try to play on a daily basis and and friends of mine who do do you know do bother with day trading they don't bother trying to uh do that either it's not with apple you know well in this case apple's stock price did go down because of fears of poor iphone 10 sales 
Yeah, I mean, how much? Let's see. Right now, as we're talking, it's at one hundred seventy-seven dollars and sixty-five cents over the past. Let's see. So it's a little higher. It was at let's see, about a about a week ago, it was at one hundred sixty-three. So you made about you know if this holds, you make about twelve, fourteen dollars a share, uh, depending on how many shares you have. But you know, it's it's just not it's not the kind of stock that's going to. It's it's already looks like it's went down a little bit. So it's in the past year, it's fluctuated between 147 and 169, and that's over an entire year. So, you know, but if just, you look at the period, and I'm just looking at Yahoo here, mm-hmm. April 18th, it starts to go down, and it reaches as low as you say, like 161 or something like that. And then today, as we look at it, it's a dollar seventy-seven, sixty-one cents, sixty-two. It's up quite a bit in one day. So it's regained most of what it lost, where it was just shy of a dollar eighty. Now, all the doom and gloom about sales occurred in that area. We got more. We're trying to explain something that can't be explained. With Josh and Gene on the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. This is Dan Pillard. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. 
Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Extendivite is more than just a heart tonic. Do you have any of these symptoms? Night cramps in the hands and feet. Your arms and legs often go to sleep. On short walks, do your legs get aches and pains? Is your memory worse than it used to be? Ankles that swell late in the day? Has your blood pressure increased lately? If you answered yes to even one of these questions, you may have early warning signs of arterial blockages. Your body is saying that it is time to take Extendivite. These are not the normal signs of aging. They are the warning signs that accompany blocked arteries. Get your Extendivite today. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with You have been lied to. Generation after generation, time after time after time. If you follow the money, then you understand why America's in the condition it's in. Now, you created the Star Reserve in 1913 through lies. You create 9-11. Through 9-11, you, then you're fighting a war on terror. And now all of a sudden you go into Iraq, which was another lie. This book will open people's eyes. Pre-order now at killingunclesambook.com. KillingUncleSamBook.com We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at techniteowl.com. That's news at techniteowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So we continue with Apple stock price. So basically over the period of mid-April to the first part of May, the stock price collapsed a fair amount. And now it's back up. I don't know how far up it goes because we're looking at this towards the end of the trading day, the day after Apple announced its financials. So it's interesting to see what happens. But gaining that much in a single day is quite a bet, even for Apple. Well, I mean, you know, you had this fake report saying the screens, uh, you know, saying the iPhone 10 wasn't selling. And you know, Apple proved that wrong. So, you know, you know, I mean, somebody maybe made some money from it. You know, I don't know. It's um, I mean, just from my point of view, you know, I just I don't see what, you know, that kind of reporting really does. I mean, it's it's interesting when Mark talks about, you know, he gets a good scoop on something, uh, you know, an interesting product coming up. Uh, you know, some of those are pretty good. It's always nice to know uh, what's going to come down the pike, especially, you know, if you're going to have to write about it for a living. But just from a journalistic standpoint, you know, I don't I don't see what the oh, iPhone 10 isn't selling. OK, well. Here's the thing. Even if iPhone 10 hadn't been selling that well, you know, what about iPhone 8? You know, how is that? Sell? I mean, you know, the iPhone's still selling like crazy. You look at the numbers. They actually, and actually, it's interesting if you look at the chart, which I, I have on uh, tidbits.com. So iPhone uh, year over year actually declined ever so slightly. From 2015, it dropped quite a bit in 2016 you know apple had that kind of rough patch there and it it bounced back just a little bit in 2017 but mostly remained flat from 2016 and now it's bouncing back again 
So that what probably tells us is that, you know, while, while we know the iPhone 8 is probably a pretty steady seller, you know, Apple saying the iPhone 10 is super popular. What's probably happening is, uh, you know, it's it's reinvigorated the product line a little bit. You know, between 2015, 2016, people kind of dropped off of it. Now it's it's not quite where it was, but still a very popular product. You know, one of the things I think happened in that time, too, between quarter two 2015 and quarter two 2016, and this is something I don't think it's talked about a whole lot in the in the phone space, but carriers, that's that's really when they started dropping uh, contracts and it started being, you know, you're going to pay the full price of a phone, right? So I think that scared a lot of people off from iPhone. But see, it's interesting. People will pay that for that $1,000 plus iPhone 10. But they don't want to pay six forty nine for a iPhone eight that hasn't changed much in the past few years. It's interesting how that psychology breaks down, you know. So I, I think the lesson Apple will probably take from all this is to make more innovative designs. So you're going to see a lot more iPhone ten sort of things. Heck, it may even make sense long term to once people are happy with the iPhone ten, once they got all the kinks worked out, there's still a few kinks left. Make that the mainstream model and then work on some other wild design so we may be seeing you know a new sort of a b cycle here instead of you know six six s seven seven s that sort of thing now it's going to be more like eight and ten and then you know the ten and 70 i don't know or whatever they call the iphone 70 ladies and gentlemen and next year we'll have the iphone 115 imagine that i think the big thing this year is trying to source the OLED displays at a lower price. And Apple supposedly is buying all of them from Samsung, but working with LG to improve yields. But Apple is also working on some other display technologies for the future, right? I guess they are. Um, it took them so long to get the OLED, and they've been in phones for, um, it seems like the first OLED phone came out in 2009, 2010, something like that. So, you know... <laughs> Who knows? Or are you talking about the you talking about the VR stuff? Are you talking about people keep saying they're gonna make a, a VR helmet or like some kind of AR like nerd goggles or something like that? No, I'm talking about the technology. Oh. And there's some sort of successor to LED. Uh, I'm hoping it's hope it's gonna be an e ink iPhone. It'll be a what? An e ink iPhone. Right. Yeah, well I can just really anticipate that. E-ink, everybody. Remember that? But seriously speaking here, I think Apple's claim was they did not add OLED until problems of oversaturated color, because Apple likes things natural. And OLED has a problem that plasma displays used to have, which is burn-in. And they had to reduce that phenomenon. People forget that. They've had problems with the Pixel phones, with OLED burning. We forget that. They've had a lot of, uh, it seems like uh, Google with the Pixel has had a lot of display problems too, especially with, with the Pixel XL, like their version of the iPhone Plus. Uh, seems like a lot of weird colors and things like that I've heard about. So, yeah, see, and the, the yield problem is still very much a big thing. So it makes me wonder. Uh, uh, you, you know, you talk about the you know the next generation display. Like, well, you know, how, how far away is that? Unless, of course, Apple can come up with something that's just going to leapfrog OLED, and then they can just move on. Which they, I've done that sort of thing before, right? So, 
Uh, it's conceivable. Okay, micro LED. Apple micro. bought a company that had been working on that technology some years back. It's still something under development, but it offers features that might make it superior to OLED. The thing that OLED offers that other technologies in use now do not is a virtually unlimited viewing angle. And you'll see this even on your iPhone, which has, we're talking about here, the LED iPhone, where you tilt the phone up and down past straight on viewing and the picture begins to dim like it does on a regular LED TV set. With plasma and of course with OLED, you had a virtually unlimited viewing angle. All things being equal, that's a pretty good thing. Because right now, if I'm looking at my TV set from the side or something, I don't see the same picture and the same quality as I see straight on. That's true with all LED TVs. They've gotten it a little bit better. Yeah. But with OLED, that's the advantage. Now, one reason we forget that Apple has to charge what it charges, and we forget that Samsung phones are over $900 too. Apple's not the first company to charge $999 for a high-end smartphone, is the OLED display costs money to produce. And Samsung simply makes lower profits. That's how they get away with it. Apple has to do a lot of sophisticated stuff to actually keep the price where it is. And they want to make those OLED displays cheaper. They don't want to pay, I don't know how much they spend for it, but it's a pretty large amount. I think it's almost like a third of what's spent on parts. Forget about assembly and profits and shipping. Just for parts, almost a third is spent on the screen, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. I have not bought an iPhone 10. I'm going to ask Josh if he has an iPhone 10 for lots of reasons, which we kind of all know about. More to come on the Tech Night Owl Live. <laughs> listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists, get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. With uncertain times in the United States, it's only prudent to consider storing precious metals in a safe place outside our borders. And Miles Franklin, we have done just that for you. Partnered with the most respected storage company in the industry, Miles Franklin is proud to offer the only fully insured private safe deposit box program in North America held in Vancouver and Toronto. 
Send us your previously purchased precious metals or have one of our brokers help you purchase something new. Questions? Please call one of our experienced brokers at 866-485-4346. Solid Foundational Storage, partnered with the most respected name in security. Maintaining an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating and residing in Minnesota, the only state in America that regulates the precious metals industry, making doing business in precious metals with Miles Franklin the safest choice. Call us at 866-485-4346. Again, that's 866-485-4346. Miles Franklin Limited, a name you can trust. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-959-5759. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-959-5759. That's 1-800-959-5759. 1-800-959-5759. Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Go to GCNteam.com or call 855-GCN-MALL. That's 855-426-6255. GCNteam.com or 855-426-6255. Lose weight and look great with ASAP, as slim as possible. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So before we go on to other things about Apple, do you have an iPhone 10? Yeah. Now, I check with AT&T. And it costs $40 and something to get an iPhone 10 every month. And if I had more money, I might consider it. But, you know, maybe next year. My ship will come in. How's it worked out for you? Uh, I like it pretty well. You know, there, there are some annoyances. You know, I don't care for how... Well, first on, this is just a personal thing. I wish it were just a little wider. I do prefer the aspect ratio of the the plus phones uh like my wife still has she has the eight plus um i don't care for how you bring up control center actually i don't care much for the uh the iOS 11 control center at all but 
uh, I, I don't like having to swipe up, swipe down from the upper right of the screen. It's not nearly as easy as just swiping up from the bottom. Um, I I don't miss the home button because the home button I, I have a lot of RSI issues. The home so the home button aggravated my RSI pretty bad, so I, I don't miss miss it for that reason. Um, I, I Face ID I sort of have a love hate relationship with it. It it's great unless it doesn't work, which uh, specific times it doesn't work. Oddly enough, in bright sunlight, it has a really hard time. I have to shade the sensor to uh, get to see my face. The other time, and it seems like it's gotten better about this uh, just very recently, and maybe this is uh, part of the last iOS update. I don't know, but um, it's had a real hard time recognizing me when I'm in bed, Um, especially if my glasses are off. I just... You know, just can't recognize my face. I don't know. It, that's super annoying because, you know, you check your phone first thing in the morning and you're having to punch in uh, a six-digit code. So uh, those have been my annoyances with it. Overall, I've I've been pretty pleased with it um, in terms of being an actual phone. It, uh, it works pretty well. Uh, the screen looks great, of course. Uh, it's a very nice screen, even with a notch. You know, and that notch turned out to not really be a deal at all um it, it doesn't really cut into anything it's not a, uh, it's not a hindrance um the audio quality is quite good uh the speakers are surprisingly loud uh the build quality is good uh of course now i've had it in a leather case from day one uh one of the apple leather cases uh which uh, i'm quite fond of uh, and of course the camera is great I've, I've taken a lot of uh photos with the camera and the iPhone 10 that previously I would have had to have a mirrorless camera or an SLR to, uh, take, uh, one example is my, you know, my wife does, uh, musicals at her high school every spring. And so I was able to take get good pictures of that with the iPhone 10. And then that's a very challenging photographic environment because you're dealing with them a lot of, uh, darkness it's it's like things are either like overly lit or they're you know totally dark and there's a lot of movement so just very difficult conditions i got a lot of uh, pretty good photos out of that regardless you know and i, I help take uh, photos for people you know like especially with the portrait mode which is a which is great um so overall i'm pretty pleased with it i'm not so pleased with how much i'm paying for it i'm uh, i'm doing the iphone upgrade program so i'm paying 60 bucks a month for it. Whoa. Yeah, which is uh, nuts. Uh, now, fortunately, uh, due to, you know, my, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of a business write off due to my my financial arrangements. So, you know, I can kind of justify it. But yeah, it's, it's not cheap. Um, uh, so I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care for that. But, you know, I, I think it'll be, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a cutting edge kind of thing. Right. So and and, uh, and it really, I really didn't need it for uh, my business of writing take control books. And that, that does count as a business the way it's structured. So, you know, because I need, you know, for the iOS books, I have to know how these things work. So, um, you know, I can justify it. I, you know, for most normal people, though, I, I just recommend the iPhone 8, which is a, a perfectly good phone, if not terribly exciting. Well, the thing, of course, is here, people want to own the latest and greatest. And that's why I'm surprised, though, 
because of the negatives, the higher price and everything, and some of the awkwardness of the way it's set up, that this has been the highest-selling iPhone ever since it first came out. That continued, apparently, in the March quarter. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and um, yeah, I don't really have a good explanation for it. I will say that Apple took a big risk with the 810 split, uh, not, t- not talking about bowling there, uh, but, you know, by having, uh, you know, sort of the, the old standard iPhone 8 and, uh, you know, this, you know, kind of experimental iPhone, uh, premium iPhone 10. Um, uh, so, you know, I, I wasn't sure how that was going to turn out. And I was very skeptical that uh, that it would work. Uh, out for Apple, you know, because I figured one would tank one or, or maybe even worse, people wouldn't buy either one. They'd, you know, be overwhelmed by you know, which decision to make. But uh, it's they pulled it off. So I have to give them total credit for that. And it seems like the, the 10 still remains popular. Um, and it wasn't just an initial rush of early adopters. So that's interesting. And I also think it kind of has to point to a, a, a fairly robust economy right now. Right. Because. If uh, people didn't have uh, 40 to 60 bucks a month to blow on, you know, what's essentially a luxury for most people, uh, unless they're developers or technology writers of some kind, then uh, there must be a lot of them out there. Yeah, there must be a lot of money out there (laughs) somewhere. I wish they would send some of that to me. Let's move to some other things here real quickly. So the iPhone 10 appears to be prospering and it's selling better then I guess it has a right to sell based on its price. But then remember, Samsung has some pretty expensive smartphones. The pixels were not cheap. That sort of thing. Airport. Report a year or two back that Apple had disbanded its airport team and these people had gone to other departments. Why did Apple abandon the airport? Was it all about sales, the fact that Routers are such commodity products that ISPs even give you routers now when you rent the the modem for cable or DSL. Is that what killed airport? Yeah, I mean, I I think generally it was, um, you know, Apple just kind of considers it a boring place now. They consider it a solved problem, you know, much like uh, printers, you know, back 20 years ago. So um, that's why we have no more laser writers. After 1997, by the way, <laughs> and see people keep, but now see people keep mentioning that as an example of like, oh well, Apple, Apple doesn't need to make these anymore. But have laser printers really evolved much in the past 20 years? And They've I, gotten cheaper. Yeah, that's about it. I um, have here, for example, a brother laser, a cheap brother laser, not the bottom of the line, but a couple of steps above. Now. The print quality is sharper than the laser writer. The graphics, eh, the cost per print is less because I can get remanufactured toner cartridges. So Brother charges like $106 discount at Amazon, and I pay $15. That's just about as good. So it's very, very cheap per print. It has a finite life cycle. But it's cheap. It's also, it has to be two, three times faster than LaserWriter. It prints PostScript, but not real Adobe PostScript, fake PostScript, and still looks pretty good. It became such a commodity that 
Apple had no place to go. I mean, how do you improve printers? And Apple probably couldn't find a way because that's the point. They're cheaper. You get duplexing, printing both sides of the page for very cheap price. And if those printers self-destruct in a couple of years, who cares? They're so cheap. That's part of it. we got more to come here. So you stay with us. And we'll talk also about T-Mobile and Sprint coming together. So it'll be the super uncarrier. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Fellow patriots, my name is Todd Savage, founder of BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Like you, I was a prisoner of the alt-left sanctuary state until one day I chose to lead my family to freedom. Today we live on a sustainable 20-acre homestead where we shoot, hunt, garden, and homeschool our children without the tyranny of the nanny state looking over us. If you're ready to flee the city to the freedom of Idaho or Montana, our Black Rifle Real Estate team is here to help. Go to BlackRifleRealEstate.com. That's BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Kiss your credit card debt goodbye. I'm Pharmacist Keith, Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and myself want to show you how to achieve financial peace, creating an extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Wallach's crusade, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com, or call 866-257-3105 for a recorded message. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home? And you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. 
If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-667-9035. 800-667-9035. That's 800-667-9035. This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. Forget about the printers. No advancements there. But with routers, there have been some. Some modifications of the 802.ac technology. Of course, we have mesh routers now, which provide seamless coverage in a larger home. I don't need it here. I live in a relatively small apartment. So I have one router. But here's my router story. I'll make it brief. I have CenturyLink where I live now because that's the only one you can get. It's wired by CenturyLink and you get CenturyLink. I have one of their C3000Z DSL modems, which has a built-in router. The built-in router sucks rocks. So I turned off the wireless radio and I set up a router that had been sent to me by Amped Wireless. And this one has three streams, a one 2.4 gigahertz, two fives. As a result, I can have, you know, 10, 12, 15 devices and the performance is really good. Substantially better than the crummy router that CenturyLink gives you. And that might be a reason to buy another router. For most people, it probably doesn't make a difference. Yeah, and a lot of times you can get a decent router from your ISP now at a reasonable price. I, I rent one. It's like a commercial-grade router, and I get one for 3 bucks a month. I mean, you basically have have two sides of this market now. You have the low end, you know, the people who don't really care. You know, it's just like... It, a router them is like a breaker box in a house. They either get just take what the ISP gives them, or they just go to Walmart or wherever and just buy. It. I don't know wherever it looks good or wherever it's cheap and gets the job done. And then you have most of the nerdy types will buy something like you know they'll spend the money on on a mesh system like an Eero or is it Ubiquity? I think is the the big like if you're a geek and really want to tweak your router. It used to be if you're a super nerd, you'd just build your own PC and you'd put a whole bunch of network cards in there and, and turn it into a router. You'd run like OpenBSD on it or something. Uh, I don't know if anyone does that these days. Yeah, it's just uh, there's not a lot of place for Apple there in the middle. And um, I bought my mom a router recently, and it was uh, I don't know like a Netgear or something like that. It was it was no, it was, I'm sorry, it was an Archer C7 is what it was because it used to be a wire cutter pick. Um, I just kind of grabbed it off the shelf at Walmart because uh, it was sort of an emergency. And I set it up. It took me like five, ten minutes to set it up. I set it up on an iPhone. 
you know, it, it wasn't, you know, it used to be the big thing with the airport routers was that uh, it had a user-friendly interface compared to like these terrible web pages they use, um, you know, they used on, on the other routers. But uh, I can't remember if I had to use an app or if it was through what the web interface, but, but whatever it was, the interface is pretty easy and clean and, uh, so, you know, Apple, unless they really wanted to work on a mesh system, you know, there, there wasn't much they could go. And I think a part of it too, I think part of the reason why they killed the airport now is because eventually they'll apparently ship airplay too. And, uh, there, there presumably some stuff along those lines. And of course, you know, you have the airport express, which acted as an airplay receiver. So they probably, you know, don't want to have to deal with updating that for airplay too. So uh, that was probably, I'm not saying that was the main factor, but that was probably was a factor in the decision. Um, I, I, I do wish Apple would offer, and of course they'd probably say, well, we have the HomePod for this, but uh, I wish they would offer something like the Chromecast audio, but for AirPlay, you know, a simple little device uh, with a headphone jack and plug into something like a stereo or some speakers or something and AirPlay audio too, because that's something that's now really missing from all that of course like i said apple would just say we'll just buy a home pod you know um so i'm sure that's their solution there so that's, i mean that's probably the factors you're looking at you're looking at the point like unless apple made a huge change um and you know one of apple's big problems over the years has been talent retention they just have a hard time um you know keeping uh talent around so if you don't have that much you know i, I guess you don't have any to waste on making routers that People don't largely don't care about anyway. Exactly. Routers are such commodity products as printers. The market is flooded. It's not like smartphones where the really premium smartphones offer a important difference in terms of the cameras and everything else. These are expensive parts. So Apple continues to make a difference in that. Uh, in Macs, obviously in Apple watches because right now Apple owns the smartwatch market. Everything else has collapsed around them. So you hear, for example, in the conference report that Apple Watch sales are up double digits over the previous year. What other smartwatch is there? Uh, I mean, you know, Google you know, has the, the Google or Android, wherever they're calling it now. But um, no one wants to wear it. Yeah, well, especially using iPhone. I guess the main competitor in this space would be uh fit dedicated fitness trackers like fitbit and uh things like that which uh you know do have some notification features and do tell you the time and stuff so i mean yeah if you want a uh, an attractive smart uh watch the apple watch is basically the only game in town assuming you use an iphone now if you have an android phone of course the uh, apple watch doesn't do you much good um uh, you know, and I know I know some people who swear by Android Wear. They really like those watches. Um, I haven't used one in a while, so uh, they could be a lot better. I, I do know one thing they can do is they can uh, install. Like you can manage apps independent of a phone, which is nice. Um, so you know that that's good for them. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's sort of interesting. I just wonder how just exactly how big is this market. You know, I, I, I just saw some analysis from, I think it was Ben Bajaran, who was saying uh, there's probably about 40 million of these installed out there, which is a lot more than I would assume. It seems like a lot. Um, 
you know, you do kind of see them everywhere now. So I don't know. I think it's interesting for as big as this market is, you know, why aren't we seeing more interesting uses for these things? And why is, why does it seem that most developers are scaling their apps back? Um, you know, I mean, are we just paying for, for fashion here? Are we just paying for, are we, pay, are we overpaying for a fitness tracker? Is that what we're doing? Um, you know, cause that's what it kind of feels like to me. It's, uh, I've considered replacing my my first generation, my Series Zero Apple Watch. Uh, the battery on it's kind of getting long in the tooth, and I just wonder. I'm like, eh, you know, what am I getting? You know, what am I getting if I spend? Uh, you know, I can get like a Series One for like one seventy or so. Uh, the the newer ones are like three twenty, three fifty, something like that. It's like, well, what am I getting? I'm getting a fitness tracker. Uh, I don't. I don't really pay much attention to the, to the notifications. I'm probably just better off with a cheaper fitness tracker. I don't know. What are people using these for? That's that's the big question. Well, I think it's the same thing. Fitness is a thing, but the more sophisticated things like checking your heartbeat and maybe eventually finding a way to measure blood pressure, all this stuff costs money to provide. Now they have cellular radios, and the Series 3 with the cellular radio, people are buying them. Yeah, I'm looking at the Series 3 on eBay, and they're not discounted all that much. You know, you can get a Series 1 right now. I'm looking at it for $184.89, a Series 3, $299. Another Series 3, 42 millimeter, is $324.95. So you get a discount, but that's not that much. People are buying yeah. them. And when you have double-digit sales increases, it means that has not plateaued yet. We don't know the potential. How many people want them? And the more independent they become of the iPhone, how many more people want them? It will always be an iPhone accessory until we're into some new generation where you can put the guts of an iPhone with some kind of holographic 3D projector in the space of an Apple Watch. That's the next generation, like, the Series 29 or something. But <laughs> until then, I guess it's a popular product and people like them. I have a $12.88 Walmart watch. And it's true. See, I'm, I just took it off and I'm looking at it now because it has a dumb calendar. So when you have shorter months, you've got to manually adjust the calendar. It keeps fairly decent time. Maybe it picks up a couple of seconds a month. It's $12.88. I go to Walmart and replace the battery every year or so for less than $6. At some point, maybe I'll have the extra cash. I'll buy a $20.88 watch. Keep that for three or four years or forever. You know, watches, as long as you keep replacing the battery, what's the life cycle of a watch like this compared to what's the life cycle of an Apple watch that you just spent, you know, $3.49 or something for? Uh, conundrums. We got more to come with Josh Centers. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. 
A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. We depend on our drinking water supply daily, but where does that water come from? Your water provider encourages you to get to know your local water source so together we can protect and preserve it. The investments we make as a community to protect our water source now ensure we have a sustainable drinking water supply for the future. Visit drinktap.org to learn more. This message is brought to you by the American Water Works Association and your local water provider. Healthcare reform is confusing, but whether it's finding an affordable insurance plan, keeping your doctor, or being able to afford needed prescriptions, navigating the healthcare system has become a challenge. Control your own healthcare costs and choices with Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is not insurance. It is an association of self-pay patients who unite with like-minded people to share the cost of each other's medical needs. Neighbor helping neighbor. Learn more now by going to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. And one more thing. What's the one more thing? One more thing is Tech Night Out Plus. It's a way for those of you who don't want to hear all the usual commercials to not have to hear all the usual commercials. And the way you do that is to join Tech Night Out Plus for prices beginning at just $1.49 a week. You get a version free of network ads, better quality audio, all this, $1.49 a week. Or monthly, it's four ninety nine, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. For more information, go to plus.technightowl.com. Plus.technightowl.com. I almost dropped my pen as a result of this. I have four pens here on my desk, and I only need one. So I have to put the other three away somewhere after I fix my watch because it's still showing the wrong date. Enough of the Apple Watch. Obviously, Apple found something there that is working. Services are working. Apple's doing well. Even iPad sales are going up slightly. So it hasn't reached the saturation point. But now let's go to another business. The last time that T-Mobile and Sprint tried to merge, the federal regulators kind of said, "Uh uh-uh, don't think so. This time we have a different guy in the White House, different people there. Do you think that it's going to succeed this time, T-Mobile and Sprint. Well, I mean, they certainly picked the right uh, regulatory environment to try uh, doing this in, right? You know, the big question is, 
you know, to me, uh, I mean, biz, I mean, in terms of competition, I know people are worried about that, but it seems like not as much as when AT and T tried to buy T-Mobile. And I think that's because Sprint is largely a non-player. I don't know exactly what their their install, what their you know customer base is, but um, I don't know anybody who's happy with it. Anybody ever known who's had Sprint uh, kind of seems to hate it. So uh, T-Mobile seems like a much better run company, and, and see, that's, and that's my fear as someone who generally sort of admires T-Mobile from a distance. You know, I, I have to wonder. You know, they absorb Sprint. They're also also absorbing all of Sprint's problems, and those are problems they accumulated over twenty year, twenty or so years. You know, one classic example, and, and this is the comparison I want to come back to. You know, Sprint brought Nextel back in the two thousands, and boy, was that ever a disaster! There's a lot in common between the Sprint Nextel deal and the T-Mobile Sprint deal, and that is incompatible bands. Nextel used uh, IDIN. I don't even know of another carrier that uses that band, that's ever used that band. Um, and Sprint, like Verizon, used uh, CDMA. I guess still uses CDMA to a great degree. So I'm not sure they ever got much value out of Nextel. Now, I remember you'd go into a Sprint store and it'd be like, oh, here's the Sprint phones and here's the Nextel phones, even though Nextel hadn't existed in years. You know, so now uh, if T-Mobile absorbs Sprint, is that how it's going to be? I walk into a T-Mobile store and, oh, here's the T-Mobile phones, here's the, here's the Sprint phones. I, I think what the smart thing to do would be, honestly, if, if, if you know, I were John Laguerre, I would, you know, if I got Sprint, I would fire every person there. And then I would uh, I would liquidate the entire company and I would take the spectrum and <laughs> I would just add T-Mobile and I would just, you know, expand T-Mobile's coverage significantly because Sprint does get into a lot of rural areas that T-Mobile isn't in yet. Now, what's interesting about this is that T-Mobile is saying that uh, the, the big thing here is 5G. But now I'm, I'm curious about that because 5G, as I'm understanding it, isn't going to work very well, at least initially, outside of very dense urban areas, which T-Mobile's already strong in anyway. So I'm not quite sure uh, what the play is here. So, I mean, you know, it could be partially a 5G play. It could also be uh, a way for them to drastically increase their coverage area. Because right now, at least for me, T-Mobile only, in my area, T-Mobile only hits like urban areas if you're in a city it's going to work fine you know once you're outside the city limits good luck to you and i understand that's improved somewhat over the years but i i'm not the best person to ask about that because the only carrier that works in my area is verizon and actually at my house i have no cell service whatsoever i if, if not for wi-fi calling or a femto cell i would have no service that's because you live in the boondocks there that's, that's right one reason but now here's what the people were saying, the Sprint and the T-Mobile people were saying, it's going to mean more people working, I guess, to integrate the networks. Because usually what happens when you have a merger like this is you get rid of redundant people, support people, billing, because you're combining everything. But they claim more employees. They claim they'll get lower prices, I guess, economies of scale. But as you say, we've got two incompatible bands but obviously, we're going to see T-Mobile, because T-Mobile will be the winning provider here, T-Mobile will repurpose some of that bandwidth for their own network, especially in the rural areas where they have problems with it. And then ultimately, I guess over the years, they'll phase out the CDMA. In the meantime, they'll offer phones 
that are capable of handling both very well. This way you can buy the same phone. It doesn't matter which network you use. The Sprint name, I guess, won't go away for a while. So you still have kind of that Nextel Sprint issue. But they're not looking at what's going to happen this year or next year. They're looking at five years from now. So five years from now, as all those older phones are wearing out or replaced, you won't have as much need for the CDMA capacity. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we'll, we'll see. see I mean, when you describe it like that, it makes me think even... Uh, <laughs> it makes me think even less of this deal because it's like, do, do they really know what they're doing? It seems like there's a lot of, well, you know, in a few years, we'll, we'll have this figured out. Um, so that's my concern there. I mean, but... You know, frankly, I mean, in terms of the competitive environment, losing Sprint from the market, I don't think it's going to do a whole lot. I mean, I think, uh, I mean, Sprint did it has offered some like crazy cheap deals and things, and maybe that did offer some downward pressure, but it's been nothing like what T-Mobile's done in terms of that. I mean, it's amazing. T-Mobile does something, and then Verizon's, you know, following up a month or two later. Um, uh, Sprint just doesn't seem to have that much impact, and I think it's because everyone knows Sprint's a, Sprint is a joke. Now, the other interesting question with the Sprint acquisition is what happens to all the MVNOs that piggyback on the Sprint network? Uh, Virgin Mobile is one. Uh, Boost. Is Boost still around? Boost is another one. There's a lot of these like little networks that they have uh, often. Uh, Republic Wireless, I think, is another one. Does um, does Google Fee or Google Fi or Google Fum? <laughs> Google Fee, Fi, Fo, Fum. Yes. I feel like a bum to try to talk about this. Oh, I have this article here from digitaltrends.com. And under the category of better self-service, we get some interesting things here. Since the deal has to be approved by antitrust regulators, there will be few immediate changes from both T-Mobile and Sprint customers. If the two merge, customers could potentially see greater coverage, reliability, and speed especially in rural areas. Sprint customers will be migrated over to T-Mobile's network, but the process could take up to three years. Both companies will work independently for now until further notice, but at least one deal will take effect even if the merger doesn't go through. Both carriers have come to a roaming agreement where customers will jump onto the T-Mobile network if Sprint's network is unavailable and vice versa. It's unclear when the Justice Department will announce its decision on the merger, but the four-year roaming agreement goes into effect immediately. Since Sprint uses the CDMA standard and T-Mobile uses GSM, you may need to upgrade your device to utilize this roaming deal. There are a lot of phones, 20 million on Sprint specifically, that work with both networks and can take advantage of this new arrangement now. So what's going to happen almost immediately then is you're going to see more and more phones offered, all of them ultimately, that will work on both networks. So there's not as much pressure to combine them except for the future. But they're saying three years for the transfer. And you assume how many people have cell phones over three years old. My wife does. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. 
A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. I tried other brands, but I came back to my sunshine. For the best hot or cold pain relief, get the best. Get a Sunny Bay heating pad. Sometimes life can be a pain in the neck or back or shoulder. And the best relief for that pain is a Sunny Bay heating pad. Did you know that the American College of Physicians said that one of the best ways to treat muscle pain is heat therapy? Sunny Bay heating pads are handmade with high quality, can be used at home or at work, and have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. Why take another pill? Many people use our Sunny Bay heating pads alone and got rid of the neck pain. Long distance travel or long hours in front of a computer can take its toll on your body. See why our homegrown small business at sunny-bay.com has tried to help people just like you. Get your Sunny Bay heating pads at sunny-bay.com. That's sunny-bay.com. Or call 253-678-1361. For hot and cold therapy, sunny-bay.com. This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. ParanormalDate.com. And use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. You have been lied to. Generation after generation, time after time after time. If you follow the money, then you understand why America's in the condition it's in. Now, you created the Star Reserve in 1913 through lies. You create 9-11. Through 9-11, then you're fighting a war on terror. And now all of a sudden you go into Iraq, which was another lie. This book will open people's eyes. Pre-order now at KillingUncleSamBook.com. KillingUncleSamBook.com. We'd 
we'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. Now, just a point of issue here. I once had Sprint, Josh. It was the worst carrier I ever tried, and I could barely talk to their support without feeling the intense urge to call them names that only certain comedians who invented the seven deadly words would understand. Yeah, I've heard a lot. I mean, I've never actually done business with them directly, but yeah, everyone knows who's ever had Sprint. They haven't been happy with any of it. They haven't been happy with uh, the service, haven't been happy with the uh, the customer support, none of it. So, <laughs> you, you know, that's something to keep in mind. Well, I think it's interesting. So, so if the T-Mobile and the Sprint phones are all going to work, uh, they're going to be roaming. I, I guess it's going to have to be LTE that they're all roaming through. That would be the only way that would work, right? And it's interesting because Sprint, I think, still has a roaming agreement with Verizon. So at least in theory, you know, a Sprint phone could piggyback on Verizon and then piggyback onto T-Mobile too, which is kind of interesting. But that's all in theory because people I know around here who've got, I had a buddy who switched to Sprint just because it was super cheap. And he's like, no, it doesn't work. They say it works. It doesn't work at all. So I've just uh, stuck with paying Verizon entirely too much money. Now, another thing I remember about Sprint, my first broadband service was something called Sprint Broadband Direct. And this launched, by the way, in 2000 in the Phoenix area. And the way it worked is you would get a diamond-shaped transceiver or antenna on your roof. It was wireless. And supposedly it could feed data up to 35 miles away. And the specs were you'd get speeds download up to 5 megabits, but typically 1, 2, 3. Uploads would be like half a megabit or something like that. Unfortunately, it never scaled up. So once it got really crowded, the upload speeds dropped to a point where they were down to like 56k dial-up modem levels they can never fix it finally cox gave us a true cable-based broadband system how things have changed cox is now offering something called gigablast which is gigabit service using a system called doxis 3.1 ever hear of that yeah okay now the first generation allows gigabit download but uploads are limited to like 30, 35. And then they've got a second generation where upload and download are about equal. That's with regular cable connection. It doesn't require building fiber cable to your home. Of course, I can't get it here because I'm locked into CenturyLink. The most they offer here is 80. But uploads, 40. Not bad if you want to spend an extra couple of dollars. Anyway, that's it. In any case, do you think that the T-Mobile Sprint merger will be approved by the authorities? It's not like yeah. Time Warner and AT&T. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, in the, with the Trump administration, yeah, I think it'll get by it, no problem. So, yeah, yeah, I think they'll go. 
Yeah, I see nothing like Time Warner. Of course, the thing is that the president hates CNN, which is part of the Time Warner agreement, but that might be spun off or something. We don't know what's going to happen there. It's a much larger merger. But also something that is never mentioned here is that those of you who have AT&T Wireless, as I do, because I have an AARP discount with them, so it comes close to T-Mobile's price, is that after the merger with DirecTV, if the customer service was bad before, it was much, 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 did I say much worse? Much worse with that. And that is a problem. And imagine here, of course, you're not going to be dealing directly with Time Warner. It's not like a customer-facing thing. It's something that's going to come to your your cable connection or your satellite connection or something like that. But companies that do these mergers, they don't always come out so well at the other end. And that's an example of that. I wouldn't allow AT&T to merge with a $20,000 a year company because of the way they are. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of negativity around AT&T. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of the AT&T Time Warner uh, merger, uh, but you know, that's that's a whole other show in and of itself. <laughs> Why is that? Why? Oh, well, I just... I, I don't... Th- I mean, I just don't think it's good to have these telecom companies uh, owning all this content and owning so much of our culture. Um, but now, you know, at the same time, the Obama administration let the uh, uh, Comcast uh, NBC Universal deal go through. So it's kind of like, well, if you let, they let that slide, then, you know, why not this one? That's um, the example. That's a big example. And the thing I wonder about here is why do we care about that? Why should they have to merge? Aren't they doing well enough separately? Right. Uh, yeah. And well, it's it's sort of the thing where it's it's like, why are you merging? <laughs> you know, you, this company does one thing. This this other company does something else. Of course, of course, we all know why they're merging. It's because uh, these companies are deathly afraid of being seen as dumb pipes, and so they want to own the content as well as the pipe. Well, that's an emotional issue, I think. A very, very emotional issue. Now, I don't know that Comcast is worse or better because they own NBC Universal. But then who's left in terms of that? Disney? Disney is far more diversified, not as easily purchased. Yeah, Disney would be a that'd be a hard company to acquire. Well, and furthermore, I mean you gotta think that the people at the at the top of Disney I mean, if you if you bought a company like that, you know, who could even work with them? You know, I mean, really, <laughs> you know, who, who's going to tell Bob Iger what to do? Who's going to tell Kathleen Kennedy what to do? I mean, you look at something like this. Obviously, Disney is a cash machine. So their latest big film, Avengers Infinity War, because now they own Avengers, they own Star Wars. And who are the largest movie franchises, Star Wars and Marvel. So the first weekend, let's see now, I'm looking at the gross through Monday, the film, the Avengers film opened the previous Thursday night. As of Monday's grosses, domestic 282 million, foreign 502, worldwide, we're talking about Thursday night, 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four and a half days. $784 million from one film. Now, it costs $300 million, supposedly. Then, of course, you've got Black Panther, which opened earlier this year and did $1.3 billion. So they've got a cash money-making machine. Josh, tell us where we can find more of your stuff. Yeah, you can read my articles at the newly design, redesigned tidbits.com. Uh, you can see my books at takecontrolbooks.com and my various rantings and ravings on Twitter at jcenters. Josh Centers, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. All right. Thanks for having me again, Gene. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-301-5435. That's 800-301-5435. 800-301-5435. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. 
Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. There are some things that just set people off. For good reasons, bad reasons, no reasons, they just you know, get up their gander, and we all have gander problems. So we have Brian Chaffin here with his gander, and he's, (laughs) well, he also brought a microphone so we could hear him. He said he wanted to try to do it by remote viewing, come into each home, each person who listens to the Tech Night Owl Live, come into their homes. The only problem with that is, though, if you're driving a car, imagine now you're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live, and your car is set up with CarPlay. And then from out of the screen comes Brian Chaffin talking to you. Yes, it's, it's the, it is the cars that is the only flying this particular way. But otherwise, this plan would have worked brilliantly. Well, that's true. I met an author the other day, had lunch with him. We had pizza. And he wrote a book entitled Everything You Always Wanted to Know About Things You Never Knew You Wanted to Know Anything About. Okay, I like it. You like the title? I do like the title. The History of Toilet Paper. From Monastery to Mall, the True History of the Pretzel. It's all checks out so far. History of the Birthday Cake. Queen Victoria's official royal rat catcher and first breeder of pet rats. What? And this one here. The Naked Truth. A history... Of bathing. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Did you read it? Just got it. I see. I see. Oh, well, I, I look forward to hearing what you say. Basically, I am learning about this book as you are learning. I've had this book sitting here. It has a yellow cover and red lettering on the cover. Guy's name wrote it, Charles Wesley Orton. All right? Okay. All right, just make a note of it. Okay, so we read everywhere. A couple of weeks before Apple announces its March quarterly earnings, the iPhone X is again a big fail. Fail, fail. Big cutback in supply orders. Companies who supply Apple are suffering financially. And then we get Apple's financials. 
speak. Well, I, I, so I, I'm glad you wanted to talk about this because this 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 like drives me nuts. Do you, you remember Chaffin's Razor? Yes. Right. It's the idea that when someone is behaving irrationally or saying something that sounds crazy, there's missing information either on your part or the part of the viewer or, or the part of the doer or the speaker. And like if you if you had that missing information, either that person wouldn't continue to act or speak crazy or you would reinterpret their their actions or their speech in a way that didn't make it seem crazy. And so it's like. This is one of those situations because we've had this means going since the iPhone X was released that it was a failure. And we keep having all these reports coming from like like a lot of places and not necessarily Apple haters or anything like that saying that somehow the, the iPhone X is a failure, that Apple's going to cancel it or Apple's going to have to cancel it, that Apple's cutting back orders, that Apple is doing this or Apple is doing that and that, and that this device, like no one wants it. And then what do we have? We have back in J- January, it might have been February, um, we had the December quarter announcements, and we learned that the iPhone 10 was the best-selling iPhone in Apple's lineup. And, uh, you know, it's an all-time quarterly record for, for Apple. And you would think that that would have killed these rumors, but they persisted all through the March quarter, and they persisted all through, um, through uh, April. And then... Again, with this, with the same sort of stuff, like the iPhone tends to failure. Apple's going to have to cancel it. Uh, uh, everyone's worried about iPhone sales. Apple got downgraded by various Wall Street analysts, and lo and behold, we get Apple's quarterly earnings report. It's a new March record, and iPhone ten is the best-selling iPhone every week since its release, and is doing really well. Apple's average selling price skyrocketed. And I, I'm hoping that that's going to be the end of it. In fact, I saw that uh, Katie Huberty, um, who is by no means is, is one of my least favorite Wall Street analysts. I think she's wrong a lot. But uh, she said that that uh, that they were wrong, and that it turns out that uh, iPhone um, iPhone 10 and iPhone is, is doing okay after all. So I don't know. Maybe this time will be the end of these Gene. These end the end of these stories. Maybe not. These stories have been going on for several years. Was it the iPhone 5S? It was a big fail. Component orders were cut back. Tim Cook says you can't take one or two supply chain metrics and assume total sales. He didn't have to give you all the logical reasons that Apple might switch inventory requirements for different parts of the world, might cut back on one supplier, add to another supplier, or order a number of parts in advance to help speed production and simply build them over the quarter. Because you order fewer parts doesn't mean that you're doing them immediately. Maybe they've had trouble getting certain parts, and by building up a larger inventory, they avoid production bottlenecks. Whatever it is, there are lots of reasons you can think of to explain why decisions might be made that do not mean necessarily the product is a big fail. No, it, it really doesn't. And and I, Tim's Tim's consistent message on this for at least the last few years has been our supply chain is enormously complex and you are making a mistake by drawing conclusions based on 
looking at any given supplier at any given data point within that supply chain that's that is just not a complete picture and you know i mean it, it, it is important to 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 remember gene as we sit here and talk about this it is important to remember why this happens so, you know, a big part of why this happens is that apple offers very vague very little guidance apple doesn't give us a roadmap into what it's doing apple relies on secrecy and the company's worth 850 billion dollars almost a trillion dollars we're getting closer to a trillion dollars and that's a lot of money so people want to especially investors people with with uh, lots of money invest to invest in particular want to be able to get the most information they can they want to get that insight they want to get that leg up on everybody else and of course that provides a lot of incentive for people to provide that information and on the journalist side on my side of the fence it provides a lot of incentive for people to publish something anything that that that, uh, is unknown about apple so that so that we can get clicks now we we tend to uh, not do that sort of thing at the mac observer but there is a vast journalistic engine dedicated to covering what apple's doing and ferreting out its secrets so i mean it's understandable why this stuff happens it's just it's been so wrong these leaks have been so wrong about the iphone 10 since its release and you think people would learn people would apologize and they see this pattern repeating itself year after year and nothing ever changes well, uh, we did get, like I said, Katie Huberty today uh, wrote a note to, to her clients, uh, essentially giving a mea culpa and, and, and boosting her target, I think, by 13%. And, and saying very specifically, you know, we were wrong about, the, about, about uh, June expectations and we're raising those expectations. So we're getting a little bit of a, of a mea culpa from, from some quarters. And, and I noticed that um, Ming-Chi Kuo, who somehow had this reputation of being this amazingly accurate analyst despite being wrong all the time and he was one of the big cheerleaders on the iPhone 10 being a failure but uh, it turns out that uh, he is leave, leaving KGI uh, securities uh, as an analyst and he is no longer going to be covering Apple so um, uh, that's an interesting development to me maybe somebody woke up and said hey sir you're not doing the work you're making a lot of mistakes bye more to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the 
the coming of the protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. You've seen crazy diets to lose weight. At GCN Team, our healthy body weight loss system simply neutrifies the body, bringing down cravings. It has been proven that nutritional deficiencies drive appetite for carbs, sugars, and fats. Lose weight the easy way. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Fighting cravings is a fool's game. Give the body what it needs to be satisfied. Again, 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-261-9818 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-261-9818. Again, 800-261-9818. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. We offer Tech Night Isle Plus. The version of the show free of network ads, better quality audio for prices starting at just a dollar forty-nine a week. Check it out. Plus.technightowl.com for more information. We've got Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer pointing out that there now appears to be some kind of blowback or impact 
to all this fake news about Apple. Constantly. And I remember all the complaints. It's too expensive, the iPhone 10. And then you see Samsung selling phones for over $900. And nobody says a thing. The Pixel phones, what do they cost? Uh, you know, I don't even know. Don't even care. Nobody you know, buys I, them. I, don't even care. I really don't care. Couldn't care less about the Pixel 2. If I was going to buy an Android phone, to be honest, it would be the Pixel 2. Um, but I'm not going to buy buy one. I'm looking for a price right now. As we speak, 649 is where they start. The Pixel, uh, the XL is probably, it well, certainly more expensive. But yeah, there are expensive Android devices. The thing is, they don't sell in very large quantities. And Gene, there there is a slight mitigating factor here, in that, you know, Apple's product line is is a tiny fraction as big as the you know the major Android makers. So it's one thing for an Android maker to put out a, a very expensive device and not sell many of them. If if Apple didn't sell a lot of iPhones, it would actually be a problem. The thing is, is it turns out that Apple has been selling them just fine. Yeah, that's the situation here that people are willing to pay the price. And part of that is also that right now all the carriers have little gimmicks going on to finance your phone. So even though you don't have the carrier contract as you did before, well, for 30 bucks a month or something like that, you can get yourself an iPhone 8 Plus. For 40 bucks a month or something like that, you can get yourself a iPhone 10. T-Mobile's plan is to put more money up front and keep the monthly price the same. I'm going to ask you in a moment, and in fact, our next issue will be about Sprint and T-Mobile. So before we uh, get off there, though, uh, Google Pixel 2 XL is $1,398. What? I'm looking at store.google.com as we speak. $1,398, what that thing costs. And there's no cheaper version. I'm actually, yeah, I'm not actually seeing any options. I'm seeing just 1398, period. Okay. Do people buy that phone? I don't think so. Not too many, but. It, you know, there are people who, yeah, there are some people who buy it. And of course, if you were to get it, as you were just noting, if you were to get it through through a, a carrier, you could probably get the, 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 uh, the price uh, no longer subsidized, but uh, at least pay it out. But no, I don't think it's a hugely successful device. I don't think any of the, none of the Pixels have been hugely successful devices. What about the Essential phone? Was that Essential? Um, I, I, I think that it is proven to be non-essential. Okay. So there you go. You see here the $1,000 myth is a myth. You don't have to pay $1,000 up front unless you want to. Well, here in the States, Gene, right? There are certainly parts of the world where, where you do have to pay for it. But it turns out that the uh, iPhone 10 is the top-selling smartphone in all of China. <laughs> of course, Apple has failed in China. Right, yeah. Apple sales were up 20, 21% year-over-year year in China, so clearly a failure. <laughs> it should have been 41%. Uh, yeah, exactly. It should have been 41%. So yeah, the essential phone is still for sale for what that's worth. It's, uh, starts at 499. Just FYI. It just hasn't proven essential. No. I think, what is Andy Rubin doing? You know, he Uh, did help develop Android. Then he left Google. mm Mm-hmm. So 
what should he do with the rest of his life? Make another cell phone? I mean, what he did is pretty, um, it's pretty, uh, by any, by any measure, he has been a success. And he's at a tech incubator now. He's, he's got uh, Playground Global. It's a tech incubator. Well, evidently, the essential doesn't improve innovation. Maybe he was a one-trick pony here. He found a way to make a knockoff of the iPhone, and it worked. Uh, yes, right. That is true. That, that And that is very true. And, and I personally believe he was directed to do so by Larry Page. I don't know that for a fact. But that's been my long take. Because none of the stuff he did before then has any meaning. Right. And they, they realized that, I mean, they actually said, I think, they, I think we, we saw this uh, in documents that came out in, uh, in court cases um, involving, uh, between Apple and Samsung in particular, but that Google realized they needed to shift and copy iOS or watch the entire mobile world be owned by Apple. Samsung took the same lesson. Yeah, Samsung took the same lesson, but they were looking at it from a hardware standpoint. They they realized that they needed to uh, that, that you know they, they they went from being one of the top flip phone makers to the you know feature phone as, as they're called uh, makers to uh, not getting any traction whatsoever in the Android uh, it, with the smartphone space, uh, including with their own hackneyed operating system that the Tyson 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 they're still doing that with their Galaxy Gear smartwatches all three people who bought them yeah all three people are, right are talking about it before we get to Sprint T-Mobile one more thing Apple Watch has been supposedly an underwhelming product so it became the number one wearable on the market so it's also the number one watch you see it's a big fail yep <laughs> <laughs> have a company here that basically sells more of any single model smartphone on the market. Samsung may sell more units, but among 4,000 models. Yeah. More watches than anyone on the market. What right. do you and want? That's, that's, that's going against both Switzerland and, you know, the, the China and, and Japan. It's, it's the number one watch. It's and really I remarkable. see them now everywhere. Not just people who are wealthy or something like that. But I mean people who work at the Circle K convenience store. Hmm. Anybody. They have Apple Watches. They find a way to pay for it. Sure. So there you go with that. Let's get to the Sprint T-Mobile thingy, okay? Okay. They tried this before couldn't pass antitrust regulations. Maybe they figure, of course, the Trump administration would be more amenable. But ask Time Warner and AT&T. How'd that yeah, but, work out? But that was, that was politics. That wasn't antitrust. It's CNN. Yeah, it was, it was CNN. It was, it was uh, uh, President Trump wanting to, wanting to um, uh, put a thumb into uh, CNN's eye. 
Yeah, but they sell off CNN to somebody else and all the networks, TNT and all that stuff. They'll pick up where they left off with new ownership. Big deal. Um, yeah, maybe. I think uh, I, I, I believe that 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 the administration was hoping to get seen and somehow spun off. I mean, it was just it was petty. It was it was nonsense. It wasn't based on business. It wasn't based on on, on, on proper antitrust. It was it was a sham, in my opinion. Um, and the, the the in general, in general, this administration, of course, is much friendlier to business mergers than the Obama administration. Although that said, the Obama administration allowed most mergers to go through. Sprint and T-Mobile were were one of the the few exceptions. And the reasoning at that time was that um, the, it was uh, the, 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 the FTC and the administration reasoned that a healthy market needed four competitors in the United States, four major competitors in the United States. And what Sprint and T-Mobile are arguing now is that the landscape has changed since the last time they did this. They're not only competing against Verizon and AT&T. They're also competing against cell phone carriers, excuse me, um, cable companies who are also offering cell service. We're going to have more cell stuff or sell some stuff. Let's do that right now on the Tech Night Owl Live. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. 
welcome back to Kick Night Out Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, it's Uncle Gene. Yeah, it's him. Gene and Brian talking about the T-Mobile Sprint merger. Of course, it's going to be T-Mobile with Sprint's network and everything else. And as you say, their logic is that other carriers are getting into the fray here. Now, Sprint has been really a troublesome company. They've tried different things that didn't work. I remember one time they were a low-cost, long-distance carrier. Do you remember? I do. Right. So instead of having AT&T or something for long distance, you had Sprint and paid a lot less money. Sprint also tried one of the early efforts at broadband. This is when the cable companies were rolling out broadband, and they had something called Sprint Broadband Direct. I remember that because one of the first cities it served was Phoenix. So you'd get like two, three megabits down, half a megabit up, and that was fast in 2000. The problem with the service, and I say broadband direct, it was wireless. You had a diamond-shaped antenna on your roof, and they would have these transmission towers. The problem with the service is that it didn't scale up very well. So as they got busier, the upload speed collapsed. At that point in time, in the Phoenix area, Cox had their broadband, which was much more reliable. And I switched. And lots of other people switched, and the service was sunsetted, I think, around 2008. I had Sprint wireless service for several years, or two years, actually, for the length of a contract. I never felt before or since the need to constantly yell at the tech people trying to get help. They were impossible to deal with. I went to AT&T, which didn't have the greatest coverage, but it seemed they were trying. And I wanted to get the iPhone. That's why I went to AT&T originally. Sure. I didn't like Verizon at all. They were kind of stiff-necked or something like that. I didn't like them at all. I know a lot of people like them. They're still number one. Then we have T-Mobile and Sprint now, where Sprint has grown by hiring the guy from the Verizon commercials. Can you hear me now? He's doing the Sprint commercials. But they're not growing enough. And part of the problem is not just whether there are cable companies adding wireless service. It's 5G. They need to expand their networks. Sprint has decent coverage in the suburbs. T-Mobile doesn't. And so they both need to do things to expand to be competitive with AT&T and Verizon. So maybe they could make the case this time. They would be able to to better survive together that 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 is assured uh the question is what kind of impact that will have on consumer prices Uh, i saw a um a finding i think it was by the doj that said that consumer prices have come down due to the competition between the four companies so if you eliminate if you if you you know like the, so Sprint and T-Mobile both have been aggressive on pricing, which of course hurts their profits. 
but they've been aggressive on pricing because they they needed to to get customers. So if you actually combine them, they will no longer need to be as aggressive with pricing. And that would probably be the biggest argument um, against against the merger. I, I suspect it'll that it'll be allowed to go through. And right now there'll be some complications because remember here that Sprint is CDMA, whereas T-Mobile is GSM, and not all smartphones work on both. So there's going to be a shakeout period of perhaps three years or so. For that. Yeah. Sure. They eventually work all that out. I'm sure they will. Now, both Sprint and T-Mobile claim they're not going to let people go. They're going to have more people. Now, maybe because they figure that they're going to have to add, expand their networks, and maybe that'll have a difference. And they're probably both already pretty lean. Yeah, I don't know. Like I say, I, I, I suspect this merger will be allowed to go through. The current administration is is very very pro business and uh, doesn't really care about consumers, and there's no political element to to get in the way. So I I, I imagine that it'll go through. That's my take. I agree with you there. So by next spring, we'll have this uncarrier becomes the undercarrier. No, that doesn't sound right. The undercarrier. Yeah, that just doesn't sound right, Gene. Well, to me, it sounded interesting. The undercarrier. And then we'll have another competition, the overcarrier. Oh, well, it didn't work. I tried. I have to change my Twitter password, right? Yes. Yes, you do. Twitter announced, as a matter of fact, that uh, they had what they're calling a bug. I would call it just sloppy, sloppy nonsense. But, you know, tomato, tomato. Uh, But uh, they're they're. Passwords were being stored in a log in the process of converting them into hashes. And Twitter said that no um, no uh, the data breach was associated with this log. They didn't find anybody abusing it, uh, but they're still recommending that everybody change their password. And, and I strongly recommend that, too, because maybe this log was exposed in some way you know, that they that they have yet to uncover or, or, or won't uncover. You never know. I always, always, always lean towards being careful and being, you know, edging towards the paranoia even, especially when it comes to, to, to passwords. So change your Twitter passwords, all of them. If you have multiple accounts, change them all. And don't use the same one on uh, any other account. Okay, changed. Really? While I was talking? Yes. Oh, nice. Do, what do you use? Do you use like a one, do one password or another password keeper? Next question. I don't trust anything. I'll tell you why. I've already had my Twitter password hacked once. I changed it. I had somebody hack my bank account and post my bank account routing information and account number information posted online. And that's a long story. And I took care of the bank. It's got two-factor authentication. I don't know if that's going to make a difference. Of course, I don't have a new account now. I just changed the password. I changed the account. So it's a different account. So if you get the old number, too bad. You know, maybe they'll be watching the people who log in or attempt to log in. And hopefully they will do what they should be done. Done with. They will be treated in the proper fashion 
they will spend time at Guantanamo or something. That would be a nice hope. You know, hackers, forget it. But I've seen that. A friend of mine who works on our Paracast forums had his Twitter account hacked and nasty pornographic information was posted under his name. He changed his password. But Twitter won't do anything about that, by the way. Somebody takes over your account, too bad. Somebody posts nasty information about you, too bad. I'm not nuts about Twitter. Fair enough. And then we can argue about Facebook. Okay, what would you like to argue? I don't know. I don't use Facebook all that much. And now probably I want to use it less. Yeah, I can understand that. I tell you, Gene, um, the thing that I like most about Facebook is is Facebook groups. I, I don't, I don't think any. I think it is absolutely the best service, the best platform we've seen so far for uh, groups of people to, to to come together and communicate and, and talk about things. Being at, um, like I've I've done groups for for uh, online games that I was playing. Uh, do a group for the Apple Context Machine. That's the weekly podcast I do with Jeff Gamet, uh, like that plug there. And, uh, you know, we do uh, the Mac Geek Gap has a, has a group. Um, I, I, I like Facebook groups. I am on Facebook. I don't tend to use it outside of uh, the groups and then, and then uh, working on TMO's Facebook page. And by the way, we're going to send him the bill for that. And to pay more of our bills, listen to this. On the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. How well and how fast does heart and body extract work to improve blood circulation? Listen. My name is Ellis, and I am 66 years old, and I live in Jacksonville, Florida. Two years ago, I was diagnosed as having clogged arteries. I had 70% blockage in one artery leading to my heart. They wanted me to go on Plavix, but I refused, knowing the negative side effects. Heart and Body Extract is a unique balance, synergy, and proportion of herbs reaching from head to toe at maximum absorption around 95% at the cellular level. Within the first month, I felt a dramatic difference. The heaviness in my legs was reduced, and within two months, I felt completely normal. Your natural organic herbal formula for heart health is Heart and Body Extract. Heart and Body Extract comes with a 100% ironclad money-back guarantee. Details at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305 for Heart and Body Extract. Call 866-295-5305. 866-295-5305 for Heart and Body Extract.
Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-959-5759. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-959-5759. That's 1-800-959-5759. 1-800-959-5759. Fellow patriots, my name is Todd Savage, founder of BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Like you, I was a prisoner of the Alt-Left Sanctuary State until one day I chose to lead my family to freedom. Today we live on a sustainable 20-acre homestead where we shoot, hunt, garden, and homeschool our children without the tyranny of the nanny state looking over us. If you're ready to flee the city to the freedom of Idaho or Montana, our Black Rifle Real Estate team is here to help. Go to BlackRifleRealEstate.com. That's BlackRifleRealEstate.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. He didn't know that I build for every promotional announcement. No, I don't. Maybe I should. I should just do for those things. Yeah, take, take it up with, take the, it on my with his lawyer, Michael Cohen. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so it says here with the Apple TV Guide, all of the original video content for Apple Music. So we've decided here, therefore, that all these shows will be an added feature of Apple Music, correct? Who's decided this? That's what the headline says from Andrew Orr. Apple TV Guide, all of the original video content for Apple Music. Well, yeah, okay. Um, Don't take that too literally uh, because we don't yet really know how Apple's going to do this. And when we do know that, we will break out our our guide accordingly. Uh, I suspect we're going to have something along the lines of Apple shows. But will it be just an add-on for Apple Music? No, there's no way. There's not enough money in, in Apple Music subscriptions. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take... I mean, you look at what Hulu's charging. It's 40, you know, 40 bucks a month to start. Um, YouTube is roughly the same thing. Uh, uh, right, but Apple is not offering a complete set of channels. They're offering we, 10, we 12 shows. We don't know that yet. 
we don't know what Apple is going to offer. I mean, Apple could offer all these shows a la carte. They won't, but they could. Um, I don't see that. I see 10, 12 shows being an add-on to something, not a separate service, because that's what Apple supposedly was trying to do at one time and couldn't make the agreements. Plus, other than these shows, and not all of them are that compelling, is there a need for another streaming channel? We've got Hulu, we've got Netflix, but we also have DirecTV now, Sling TV from Dish Network, PlayStation, YouTube, but they are basically streaming versions of cable and satellite systems. Yes. With a more basic list of channels, like the essential channels. That's it. It's basic cable with maybe some add-on things. We don't need that anymore. There's no need for that anymore. We have enough services to fill any demand. We have enough cable and satellite systems. So providing a general purpose system with maybe a few exclusive, that doesn't, to me, sound like anything compelling. So they have to do something. Do they make it an add-on for Apple Music? Because Apple... A billion but, uh, dollars for on, programming means nothing to Apple. You're, 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 you're moving on, and, and I don't think we should move on because I, I don't think you're correct. I, I, I believe, Gene, that Apple tried for years. Like we, we all know, we know this, that Apple tried for years to get content providers to allow them to offer a streamlined um, uh, streaming service similar to what Hulu ended up doing. And no one would let Apple do it because they didn't want Apple to be in charge of their of their customer base. And Apple saw what Netflix was able to do with its original content and what Amazon was able to do with its original content. And then, of course, eventually what Hulu was able to do with their original content. And I think that Apple realized that they're going to have to play a little bit of the game here. Right, but remember, Amazon Prime Video... Hulu and Netflix offer a lot more than just a dozen or two shows. I know that's the point. I think that Apple is going to is is taking this rather impressive collection of shows out of the gate and they're going to leverage that with the other content providers and say, "Look, you let all these other people do this, you're going to let us do it too. We've got the eyeballs, you know that we've got the eyeballs and you know that our users will give us money, and if they can get enough from us, they will ignore you elsewhere. So, get on board. We're doing this. Uh, we're doing this the right way. Get on board. Do it, and that they're going to be able to offer something similar to what YouTube and Hulu were doing. Maybe that sounds possible. Yeah, but aren't they also still interested in boosting Apple Music in different ways, or use Apple Music as a preview? Maybe stick one show on there and say, this is what we have. And if you want to see more, you've got to sign up for this brand new service. Yeah, I think, Gene, I think that some that there will be some content that's still going with Apple music. So it's like, like, you know, music specific video content will probably still be available through Apple music subscriptions. But, you know, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to put the Reese Witherspoon show or the new Octavia Butler, is that right? Uh, her new show or the, you know, the sci-fi show that they're doing um, or the, you know, the 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 reboot of uh, Amazing Stories. None of that makes any sense to have through Apple Music. And 
ten dollars a month is not going to pay for all that content. I mean, Apple and, is spending billions on this. Well, it doesn't make sense either from any standpoint. Rebooting a show from the nineteen eighties, Amazing Stories, that was canceled after two years. Mm, maybe Amazing Stories is one of those shows that like people didn't understand why it was canceled. It became more popular in death than it, than it was in life. I but, suppose, but I haven't read of a write-in campaign lately. About <laughs> No, not lately, for sure. Now, for sure. the one that intrigues me is Foundation. Hmm. And we have this picture of Isaac Asimov in his prime. And very few people listening to the show ever met that guy. I did, you know, in a lecture. I didn't know him well or didn't know him at all. But I met him a couple of times. And it's being produced by David Goyer. David S. Goyer, of course, did Dark Knight. Mm. Josh Friedman, Avatar 2, War of the Worlds. I mean, these are first-class people. In terms of other shows that interest me, I don't know about M. Night Shyamalan. You see, I can pronounce his name correctly. Very few people can, I think. M. Night Shyamalan. And we remember him from a few good films early on. Mm -hmm. A couple of nice ones with Bruce Willis. Mm -hmm. I liked Unbreakable, Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis, where this guy realizes he's a superhero. And that was really interesting. I, that's one of his better films. Okay, so maybe I'll have something new that'll be interesting. I'm looking here at other people, and I see nothing there in page two ronald moore sci-fi ronald moore remember of course he did the remake of battlestar galactica which was a hundred times better than the original show and he was also a big part of uh, star trek next generation that's right in fact there's a guy i know who was part of star trek he's involved in doing paranormal ufo related stuff now tracy torme he helped create the holodeck and he also did Fire in the Sky about the Travis Walton UFO contact. And his dad was a late Mel Torme, famous you know, jazz singer, that kind of thing. All right, so Ronald Moore, isn't that interesting? What would happen if the global space race never ended? That's an interesting concept. I can dig it that. Is. That is a show that I'd probably want to watch. I think we have two or three of them right here. Amazing stories I wait to see. We've got more to come. The real Apple TV, perhaps. <laughs> this is the Tech Night Alive. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, 
get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. What if Extendivite really works, but you find that hard to believe and you spend precious time looking for someone to say, just try it. I have my help today because of Extendivite, and if I did not take a leap of faith and try it, well, I would be on disability today. Take one bottle of Extendivite as suggested for 60 days to find out for yourself. No need to stop any other meds you may be on. You know by now that they are not working for you. Before the 60 days are up, I know that you will feel Extendivite working for you and will want to take another bottle. Life is too short. Get your Extendivite today. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Hey everyone, Proactive MD has an incredible offer for our radio listeners only. Stay tuned for our exclusive offer that includes a free charcoal pore cleansing brush and free shipping. Proactive MD with prescription strength adapalene can heal and prevent future breakouts. Today, for just $19.95, we're offering listeners the three-piece Proactive MD system with free shipping, plus a free gift, the new charcoal pore cleansing brush. Get this exclusive offer by calling now 1-800-583-8662 or go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio you heard right proactive md plus free shipping and a free gift the new charcoal pore cleansing brush you'll get all this for just $19.95 and their 60-day money-back guarantee you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or you get your money back call now 1-800-583-8662 that's 1-800-583-8662 or go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio again go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio attention business owners and independent contractors this is a money-saving message from tax mediation services if your business owes twenty thousand dollars or more in taxes we can help you today right now listen dealing with the irs is no picnic it's an intimidating and extremely stressful process and you don't want to go it alone our attorneys know every law every tax break and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt and if you owe more than twenty thousand dollars you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-261-9818 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-261-9818. Again, 800-261-9818. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. I'm here with Brian Chaffin. We are mulling over Apple and Apple's TV efforts, getting former big executives from Sony Television Famous people, Steven Spielberg. Will a reboot of Amazing Stories pan out? You know, I'm not against it. It's another show I'd watch, I think. 
unless I had to spend another $10 for another service. And then I'd say, well, maybe not this year. Yeah, it's going to be 20 to 40 Right, but I don't know. It's twelve ninety nine now for Netflix if you get the maxed out version, which is 4K and up to four devices at the same time. So why yeah. would you spend 20 or $40? All right, if you get HBO, it's $15. It could be between 10 and 20 if it's just the shows. If it's going to include additional content, it'll be more similar to Hulu and YouTube. But Hulu, what does Hulu charge? 40 bucks. Hulu charges 40 bucks now? For Hulu Live, not just Hulu. For Hulu Live. If, if, if Apple is going to put together the kind of content, because Hulu Live is essentially what Apple wanted to do originally. The, you know, the content owners and, and studios wouldn't let Apple do it. They let Hulu do it. So if it is something like Hulu Live, it'll be in that $40 price range. If, and same thing with YouTube uh, Live. I think it's called YouTube Live. Right now, Hulu Live offers a basic 50 channels, plus upgrades for the premium channels and a few other add-ons. They have sports. They, of course, have live news. View all channels in your area. And let me see if they offer my locals. I'm not going to subscribe here, but let me just enter my zip code, which is confidential. And here they're going to offer... The local channels. Yeah, let's see. CBS, Fox. Where's NBC? I don't see NBC. Oh, here it is. NBC, ABC. What about CW? Where is CW? I want my comic book shows. I don't see CW. No, I do not see CW. Okay, they can take their service and do something with it. So they don't have the CW channel here yet. And therefore, I'm not going to watch it. I want to be able to watch Supergirl and Flash before that show ends, and they call it Flush. But the... Well, I don't know why I said that. But seriously, Hulu Live, I don't know. It's not bad. But I think Apple's going to have to do a lot more than 10 original shows to compete well, in that this, area. This is just to, to start. I, I, it would be a terrible idea to bring on 20 shows at one time. Or 30 shows at one time. I mean, you know, Netflix started off with a few shows and Amazon started off with two shows. Who started off with a few, with a few uh, originals? And YouTube is starting off with a few originals. So, you know, it takes time to develop this stuff. Um, and you only want to bring in the best of the best, uh, the, at least the best you can get. So, got to start somewhere. Well, I have to see how this works out. It'd be very interesting where it goes. I mean, a statement from one of the Apple executives imply this would be an Apple Music thing. Or I got that impression at the time. You know, it, uh, Gene, it could be I could be I could be dead wrong about this. I know there's there's nowhere near enough money in that $10 a month to cover that is what Apple charges for Apple Music to cover TV shows. They're spending billions of dollars on these shows. And it 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 if if it is branded under Apple Music, which I I do think would be weird. It will be an additional fee to get access to the shows too. But it, to me, it makes a lot more sense to have a service called something like Apple shows to run side or to run alongside Apple music. Quite possibly an add on that might make sense. So let's take a look at the numbers. So Apple has 40 million paying subscribers. And I assume what 90% of them are 
paying $10 a month and you have a family plan like another 10%, right? So they're making what? $450 million a month. It's probably less than that uh, from the standpoint of a lot of people are, are getting uh, discounted iTunes cards to pay for this stuff. Oh, are they? Yeah. If in any subscription that goes through iOS, if you are buying a discounted iTunes card and loading that onto your account, you're essentially getting a discount for that subscription, be it an Apple subscription or a third-party subscription. So, I mean, like this is, you can get 10%, you can get 15% off of HBO by subscribing through iOS and always loading up your account with 15% off iTunes cards, although those are getting harder to find. Well, what's happening here is that that is probably covering the difference that Apple gets from the family plan, maybe. So you'd assume $10 for each person if you count the number of discounts. So $400 million a month, right? That's, well, that's okay, $4.8 billion. But then again, but then again. Got to pay the artists. I don't know what kind of profit they make. I don't think Apple cares so much. They want to get to $80 million as soon as possible. They want to turn Spotify into Spot of Smoke. I don't think Apple's motivated by putting Spotify out of business. That you know, Apple wants to be at the center of where we live our lives. That's that's what Phil Schiller told us. That's where you know, music is one of those places where we live our lives. TV is one of those places where we live our lives. Uh, I think that Apple is motivated most by providing the kind of service that people want to get. I don't think they need Spotify to go out of business to to win. Yeah, Apple doesn't care about that. They care about what they're going to do. I'll be interested in seeing how it plays out. I am not assuming anything, folks. There's no argument here. I don't know what Apple's going to do. Whatever they're yeah, going to do, they're going to do. And, and to, to, to iterate, I could be wrong. This could all be under the Apple Music umbrella. It just doesn't make any sense to me that they would do so. So there you go. All right. So let us take a quick look at things we might get to see. Except, what, wait, 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 stop a second. I just saw something. Facebook wants to be your new favorite online dating service. Are they going to actually charge you for this or what? I don't, I, I was so uninterested in having Facebook involved in my dating. I didn't even look to see if it's going to be a four-fee service. If it's not a four-fee service... All the four-fee services out there are going to get hammered. If it's just part of Facebook, it's going to be, uh, yeah. Um, but I'm afraid I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I don't understand what it is they're doing. They want to control your entire life. Yeah. But it was interesting here to listen to Mark Zuckerberg at that congressional hearing. And every time they asked him kind of a difficult question, he said, I'll have my team get back to you. How often did he say that? Over and over and over again. And that's to put mildly. Yes. Forever and forever. Yes. Oh, well. I am noticing here, by the way, moving into other things, Tim Cook's getting more and more political. Democracies depend on free and diverse press. More and more activist. Is that what he leaves us behind? Um, I, I wouldn't call that activism. The, I mean, the thing that he's been doing, it's not that he's getting more political. It's that he's raising his public profile. 
And I, I personally wonder if this is in the lead up to, to running for some kind of office. I've, I've been wondering this since last year, if, if Tim was interested in running off of running for office. I don't know. I, I, I certainly don't know that he is, but he is certainly he, he is doing the kinds of things that politicians sometimes do. Meeting with mayors and and publishing photographs out through Twitter of meeting with mayors and meet, meeting with local business people and meeting with um, uh, local politicians and governors and uh, you know he it, th- these are all things that benefit Apple absolutely and positively at least in some immeasurable way. Well, we're going to have an immeasurable commercial, and then we'll find out what he has to say. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. You have been lied to. Generation after generation, time after time after time. If you follow the money, then you understand why America's in the condition it's in. Now, you created the Federal Reserve in 1913 through lies. You create 9-11. Through 9-11, you, then you're fighting a war on terror. And now all of a sudden you go into Iraq, which was another lie. This book will open people's eyes. Pre-order now at KillingUncleSamBook.com. KillingUncleSamBook.com. Fellow patriots, my name is Todd Savage, founder of BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Like you, I was a prisoner of the alt-left sanctuary state, until one day I chose to lead my family to freedom. Today we live on a sustainable 20-acre homestead where we shoot, hunt, garden, and homeschool our children without the tyranny of the nanny state looking over us. If you're ready to flee the city to the freedom of Idaho or Montana, our Black Rifle Real Estate team is here to help. Go to BlackRifleRealEstate.com. That's BlackRifleRealEstate.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com.
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So how does Tim Cook's raising awareness of public issues benefit Apple? On Thursday of this week, which was World Press Freedom Day, he tweeted something about democracies uh, depend on a free and diverse press and he, and, and with the hashtag World Press Freedom Day. And I don't know that that one benefits Apple. I think that's just something that Tim Cook cares about. But all the stuff like when, you know, he, if he's meeting with the governor of Iowa and investing in the in the local Iowa economy, it benefits Apple by having that in the press so that Iowans see, local local people see that, well, here's Apple, you know, futzing about with 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 our state. And, and, and in this particular case, I'm talking about something that happened last year where uh, Apple announced a development fund. A- a- Apple announced a data center that would be opening up in Iowa and then announced a development fund to basically help the local uh, economy with libraries and, and some other things. And as part of that tour, he met with uh, the mayor of the local city, put out photographs of it, put out, met with the, with the governor of Iowa, put out photographs of it. All of these things help Apple by simply letting Iowans know that, that Apple is here and Apple is a part of our community. That's obviously good for Apple. It's also the kind of thing a politician might do. So does Tim Cook run for public office? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he is. I feel like he's considering it. I'm, I, my gut says... That Tim is asking himself, that Tim Cook is asking himself, does my country need me to run for office because I don't like where things are? That's that's my gut. I, I haven't spoken to Tim about this. I haven't spoken to anybody who's close to Tim about this. That's, that is my gut is that Tim is asking himself that. Now, whether or not that turns into an actual run for office is another matter. Whether or not this is just Tim raising his profile because, because it raises Apple's profile, 
that could also be the case. I could, I could argue against myself just as strongly as I can argue for this sort of, you know, gut curiosity. I like that phrase, gut curiosity. I didn't know my guts were curious. Yeah, you know, gut feeling, curiosity, gut curiosity. I know, I know. I like I'm it. giving you a heart. I made it up on the spot just now, Gene. Well, you know what? You can unmake it. Your show, the one you're promoting with your fellow guests, John and Andrew, you were talking about Alexa. At this point, you regard Alexa as numeral uno among voice assistants. I hate the name Alexa. Okay. Is there a question there, Gene? Okay. So how do you conclude that Alexa is number one? Alexa does more than Siri, does more than Google Assistant. It interacts with more devices. It can do more things. They have something like 40,000 skills now. Now, I hate the fact that those 40,000 skills are all dumb parrot things where we have to train us, the user, to be able to make Alexa do what we want her to do. But the reality is, is that they're becoming so plentiful that the difference between like true artificial intelligence and a dumb parrot who can who can uh, you know understand a sm- uh, a subset of things is becoming almost indistinguishable. And the you know they've 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 rolled out this uh, Google, uh, Alexa for Kids edition. They've uh, rolled out the parental controls. Uh, Alexa can tell the difference between uh, the the people that are speaking. I mean like. Apple, in the meanwhile, in its quarterly uh, conference call um, uh, at, the, at the beginning of May, is still talking about what a great speaker Siri is. Like, no one cares. 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 People want a home assistant. It's very, very, very clear. And I would like Apple to address that. It, this is, this is a, a frustrating point for me. Siri needs to do more. Siri needs to be able to do more. HomePod needs to be able to do a lot more. Siri needs to get smarter, and HomePod needs to become more capable. Now, remember at the quarterly meeting with the financial analyst, Apple didn't do much more with HomePod, didn't mention sales, except to say more features will be added. So there will be software updates, obviously. Mm, yeah, probably. I imagine they will, but they didn't come out and say that. Um, as a matter of fact, it was really weird, Gene. Um, <laughs> you know, they don't tell us individual numbers for much of anything. They'll give us total Mac sales. They'll give us total iPad sales and total uh, iPhone sales. And they don't pretty, they don't break out much of anything else. Uh, but what they will tell us is are things like iPhone 10 is the best-selling iPhone. What they will tell us is that uh, Apple Watch is the best-selling watch. And, you know, they, they give us other metrics like, you know, year over year uh, improvements and, and, and things like that. But what did they say about HomePod? We announced it and we shipped it. <laughs> it's like, OK, you think you're telling me you're telling me a lot by what you're not telling me in this particular case. And, and like in one sentence, there was one sentence Gene, that just kills me. Um, we announced HomePod and Apple Watch and AirPods are 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 very successful that's a paraphrase right but but like they combine those two those three things into one sentence we announced home pod and apple watch and airpods are very successful 
Well, so I take it then HomePod is not successful. And I would take that correctly, by the way. It's pretty obvious HomePod has not been a big success. Well, I don't know at this point why I would need a HomePod. Because I have an enhanced speaker system for my iMac. Not an external system. Right now I'm using the Boom 3D thing, which boosts the bass somewhat so it's a little bit more thumpy. I have a sound bar connected to my TV set. My wife listens to the Beatles channel on Sirius XM. It's one of our indulgences. It's a lot cheaper if you just do the online version, not in the car. It doesn't cost much. Yeah, I cut back on something on cable TV to do this. So you know, I used to live in a bigger house, and I had some pretty decent audio equipment. And then I realized it's sitting there in the living room. I never go in the living room. I'm in my home office area working or going in the bedroom and watching television. And why have a speaker system and all this other elaborate gear if I don't listen to it? So people can come in and look at it and say, oh, that's pretty. I don't like turning my home into a museum, you know. Yep, I hear you. Yeah, it's like this phrase from one of Indiana Jones movies. This living room belongs in a museum or something like that. Remember that? Yes. And then someone responds to him, so do you, Dr. Jones. Yes. That was one of the best Indiana Jones movies, the one with Sean Connery. They had this incredible rapport together. They were the odd couple. Yes. And Sean Connery was Sean Connery. Do you think he's kind of a mousy professor, but he's still Sean Connery, and he shows it. Brian Chaffin, tell our listeners where we can find more of what you do before you go to the museum. (laughs) I'm the editor-in-chief of the Mac Observer at MacObserver.com, and I'm the co-host of the Apple Context Machine podcast, which you can find on iTunes, and uh, we'd love to have you listen. You can find us on Twitter, where our password is changed. We use two-factor authentication. I'm not challenging anyone. They've already done it a couple of times. So I'm hoping this one will be better. You can also find us on Facebook. We have another radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night called The Paracast. And that's where we're having the paranormal Brian sneaking into your Apple (laughs) CarPlay or your Apple TV and talking to you directly instead of on a radio. And you can learn more about that show at Paracast.com. That's Paracast.com. Don't forget Tech Night Out Plus at plus.technightout.com where we give you all the information. Plus, P-L-U-S dot And you get all the information about signing up for $1.49 a week. And what you get is the network ad-free version of the show. Better quality audio. All them goodies, and that's not grammatical, this all them goodies for a low price. Check it out. Brian Chaffin, thank you for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me, Gene. The Tech Night Out Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.